This Rhythms episode is made possible by Bluesfest Melbourne, having its debut in the Victorian capital over the weekend of April 8th and 9th, 2023. For details of all the artists appearing over that weekend, just head to bluesfestmelbourne.com.au. Now, on to the episode. Welcome to the Rhythms Podcast. I'm Ryan Wise, the editor of the magazine, and my special guest this week is Steve Earle, who's been a frequent visitor to Australia since the late 80s when he was riding high in the charts with his third album, Copperhead Road. Earl didn't release his debut album, Guitar Town, until he was 27 years old, but he'd already established himself as a noted songwriter in Nashville. And by the end of 2022, Steve Earl had released 21 studio albums, many with his long-standing band, The Dukes. He's also a published author, has appeared in the TV series, The Wire, has produced an album by Joan Baez, and also been involved in several stage plays. He's also released tribute albums to some of his key influences, such as Towns Van Zandt, Guy Clark and Jerry Jeff Walker, and in 2021 released the album JT, a tribute to his son Justin Towns Earl, who died in 2020. Steve Earl will be appearing at Bluesfest in Melbourne along with Lucinda Williams over the Easter weekend, and also at Bluesfest in Bar and Bay, as well as the Enmore Theatre on April the 3rd. Let's join Steve Earl for a conversation and we'll also hear some of his music. Just getting down, getting by my stock and trade. Living in day to day. Just picking up pieces wherever they fall. It's not like, like anybody at my level comes to Australia for money. It's just, it's an English-speaking territory of the world. And, and um, you know, there's like, there's a thing about music there. You know, the people that... Uh, but Byron's my favorite festival in the world, I think, just out of, just in general. And um, that's, I like the town. I like the festival. So Looking forward my to first went back to Byron for a long time. So Now, you, you said it's not cheap. I, I hate to disagree with you, but with the Australian dollar the way it is, it is cheap for you because I've just spent a month in America. And I tell you, it's expensive there for <laughs> us now. Well, you know the thing is though, when we're when we're touring, like this will be great. I'll be fine on this because, for one thing, I'm not bringing a band. Um, yeah. But but two, you know, it's like believe it or not, we look for a weak dollar is when we make money on tours when we go to Europe and for an extended tour. A few days, it doesn't make that much difference. But because mainly because people are making more offers and better offers because they can. So it's just one of those things. Just living life, he's come, he's a go. Well, you said you, you you will be touring solo, and you, you'll be with Lucinda. Are you going to both be on stage together at any at any point? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm sure. We've known each other since we were teenagers, you know, so it's not – that pretty much always happens. The only time it doesn't happen is sometimes on the cruises that we do. We do these cruises for this, this radio channel that I've got a show on, this satellite radio channel I've got a show on. And, you know, we've tried really hard to get Lou on stage for the Sail Away show for years now, and it doesn't happen because it's daylight. 
It's just one of those things. She's not a daylight person. So, I mean, she'll play daylight in daylight at festivals if it's an outdoor show, but we've known each other a long time. I, since I'm coming solo, it actually means a couple, several things could happen that didn't. We have not seen the schedules for Byron and, and the Melbourne Blues Fest yet, but we're both there for the duration. And my guess is now the, the, the show in Sydney, that'll be me opening solo and I'll be there. And so I don't know what you... You've ever you probably seen me do this in Australia before when I was there at the St. Thomas Lou. I'll sit in with them and do a lot of stuff from car wheels, like play rhythm guitar and harmonica and stuff. Because I produced a record and I played a lot of stuff on it. So we'll do that. But we but we may I'm I'm pretty sure you'll see a duet, but the difference is it'll be with her band instead of with my band as it normally is. Well, speaking of uh, sitting on stage, I saw you at the Hardly Strictly Bluegrass Festival. You're on stage with Elvis Costello. Of course, Emmy Lou Harris was there. That was a fantastic afternoon of uh, music and in paying tribute to some of your heroes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things that I kind of, you know, um, Emmy and I have been doing stuff like that for a long. We kind of invented this format of concerts from you know this this guitar pull thing on concerts for the concerts for l one free world you know a few decades back and we still do them it's I'm, i think from now on john henry's friends is going to start being the guitar pull like that because it's just we made so much money for that we did a benefit in san francisco the night before hardly strictly bluegrass started for for um camp winter rainbow which is wavy gravy's kids camp in northern california and um it's just uh it was amazing the money we make because it's a very um it's a very cost efficient format for a fundraiser because it's just and it's fun it ends up being me and several people that i know and respect sitting on a stage telling stories and swapping songs which is kind of how we all learned how to do this and and you know and people i think audiences like it because they get to see that you know they don't see it to it's it's almost like you're seeing something that you're actually not supposed to see <laughs> I'm kicking myself I missed that show because I arrived in town on the Saturday or was elsewhere on the Thursday, Friday. You played with Emmylou on Thursday and then Elvis Costello did the songs of Jerry Garcia at the Great American Music Hall on the right. Friday. Uh, maybe you could do it again next year so I don't miss it. So anyway. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're just, we were just all so grateful to be back in the park. Yeah, because I've been doing that festival since its inception. And, you know, we had three years when we weren't in the park. We did virtual versions of it, uh, but it's Warren Hellman's gift to the world. And it's it's one of my favorite things, you know, to do. It's, it's when I get to see a lot of my friends every year. And I've actually got another set of friends I see at Byron, you know, every you know, <laughs> time I play. But that's more like every that's not an every year thing because I, I, I can't quite get over there every year. You know, I used to see Charlie Musselwhite every year, every time I played Byron, and I sort of counted it on that, you know, for a long time. And and uh, you know, uh, the last time I saw Kim Wilson was it was it was at Blues Fest. And um, oh, the other opportunity I've had is I I got John Paul Jones and Donovan and I rode back in a van from Donovan's show at Blues Fest several years ago, and I like you know. I, I I was one of these voracious readers of the backs of album covers, you know, when I was a yeah. kid. And so I knew that JP was on all those records. And I interrogated Donovan and John Paul Jones. It was a long ride back to Byron from where the festival was in those days. And, and I just interrogated them all the way back and, and found out where a lot of the bodies were buried. And I like that kind of stuff. But I'm going up town to the heart I 
Hey, I love the Jerry Jeff album, and of course Australia took Justin to its heart. He was so popular yeah, here, yeah, well. in a very, very big way. Yeah. So yeah. I presume we'll hear selections from that Jerry Jeff album, and also the tribute that you did to Justin. You'll be playing some of his songs, perhaps. As yeah, well. I'll play some songs from both of those, and I'll play a lot of songs from. I've got twenty-two fucking you know studio albums, <laughs> mate. It's like it's not hard, it's not easy to put a set list together. So. Um, but I, but I will do. I'll probably do at least one thing from Justin, one thing from Jerry Jeff, and that's we did more than that. You know, like summer before last, we did like we'd done Ghosts of West Virginia, and you know the Justin record since we'd been allowed to tour. And once we so we did like a four song Justin set and a four song Ghosts of West Virginia set last summer. This past summer, which turned out to be the last tour with the band, was you know we did. Um, we did a lot of Jerry Jeff at the very beginning of it, and then we did Justin, you know, a few times during the set, and um, and I'll definitely do that. He was a big deal in Australia, and um, you know, so I tried to respect that, and uh, you know, his best songs are as good as anybody's. But I'm going uptown to the Harlem River to drown. Dirty water's gonna cover me over. I'm not gonna make a And it's, you know, I can only do what I can do because I have to take care of me, too. And it's a hole I get to walk around for the rest of my life. And and um, it doesn't get better. It's not going to get better. And so I'm not expecting it to, which keeps it from becoming more toxic than it need be. We are going to get together in the Ryman Auditorium. Yep, on January the 4th. Uh, what would have been his 41st birthday on January 4th and played those songs. So that, that'll, that'll be all Justin all night long. It must be emotional for you performing these songs you know, those feelings would come sort of percolate back, wouldn't they? Yeah, it's not, you know, but it's sort of the job too. So you can't shy away from that kind of stuff. You can't, you know, this, this job is about, um, people don't give a fuck what happens to me, but um, they care about what happens to me that, that might've happened to them. You know, Mm -hmm. this job's empathy. I'm not the only person that ever lost a child, boss, Mm -hmm. you know? So, it's like um, I try not to fall into the oh the one thing you're not supposed to do is is bury a child. Well, somebody's doing it every day. If somebody's doing it right now, and it's a shitty club to be in, but it's not a small one. And um, Ramdas said that that our pain, and this is specifically about losing a child, that our our pain is their legacy. It's disrespectful and and not doing what you're supposed to be doing to you know to try and not hurt. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to hurt, and that's just the way that it is. And you just have to deal with that. You're with Rhythms editor Brian Wise in conversation with Steve Earle, just one of the artists on the bill for the inaugural Blues Fest weekend in Melbourne, happening on the eighth and 9th of April, twenty twenty three. For more information, just head to bluesfestmelbourne.com.au. All right, back to the conversation. Some people think that I must be crazy. My real name is just Jesse James. Now I left them half rock, hard knocks of Black Rock County just to ride on that new Delhi train. And you're getting ready for the John Henry Friends benefit. It's got a, an incredible lineup in uh, David Byrne, as well as one of my heroes, obviously one of yours, Terry Allen, who's just uh, so good yeah. to see him on yeah. the bill. Yeah, yeah. Um, Terry, Terry and I have known each other a long, long time. I know Terry a lot longer than I've known David, but they're friends. 
for a long time. So as soon as, as we got David, we I, I called Terry. And I just got to spend a week with Terry on the cruise ship. And uh, just because, you know, we spent, I, I, I wore my poor band out. I mean, I didn't make them play when we got there. And they didn't even come to the show. They sat in the bar and drank. But we, we played two shows with Willie. We did, we did like uh, Arkansas. Then we did Dallas. And there's supposed to be a night off before the 4th of July picnic. So I deadheaded us to Marfa, Texas, which is way out in West Texas for Terry and Joe Harvey's 60th anniversary. Because they were having two weeks of celebrations there. And I was invited and I just had to go. So I went out there and played the solo show for Terry and Joe Harvey's anniversary. And the next day we were on stage at the fourth of J at Willie Nelson's Fourth of July picnic at one o'clock in the fucking afternoon. And that's like that's like an eight hour drive, you know, both, you know, from Dallas and, and back to Austin. So it's like, you know, it's just that well, for one thing, T Terry and Joe Harvey married 60 years. I I've been married seven times and it doesn't add up to half of that. So, you know, I find 60 years really fucking impressive. In the past few years, you've had those tribute albums out. You would do a fantastic tribute album to Terry Allen. Yeah, no, it's funny. Bobby Bear and I talked about that on on the cruise of several years ago. He said it was Bear's, you know, idea. He said you and I should do a should do a, a Terry Allen tribute record. And um, yeah, I don't know. Um, that's that's definitely a possibility. The other one that I haven't done. I mean, I'm writing songs. People think I quit writing songs. I'm writing songs. They're all going towards Tender Mercies, which is I'm writing a musical of Tender Mercies, right? Which okay. is a movie made movie. by an Australian actor in Texas in the '80s with Robert Duvall, and it was written by Horton Foote, who's a Texan. And Horton's daughter Daisy and I are writing a musical of Tender Mercies. We've been working on it for not quite two years, wow. and uh, it's, it's tracked to be a Broadway musical. And and we did the first table reading today and it's gonna work it's gonna be really good it's sort of perfect for me i know that character pretty well <laughs> you know hey, it's one of those things hey last question i've just been reading bob dylan's uh new book and it occurred to me i just got it i just got it i think you'll enjoy it but it occurred to me surely there's another book from you on the way at some stage soon there there is i just got stalled in the middle of one i, I basically made a deal to write two books several years ago. One was a memoir, which is what they really wanted, yeah. and another novel. And I started working on the memoir and trying to make a memoir work and without it boring me to death. Was I was, I was struggling with that. And then I didn't know that my my cross dressing, you know, ex football star African American prostitute was going to kill my priest until the night that it happened when I was writing my novel. I know what's going to happen when I'm writing a, something that has to do with my life. So um, it gets boring. So the only way I could make it work and make it interesting was to make it a book about recovery. So that's what I set out on. And I worked on it for several years and then Justin died. Mm. And so that book becomes a different book at that point. And I finally just called my editor and I, I tried to, to soldier ahead. And then I called him and I said, look, we can do one of two things here. I can't finish this now. So, I mean, I will be someday, uh, but I can't do it now. So 
we can do one of two things. I can give you the money back. And I had the money to do it for a moment. So I was prepared to do that. And I can give you the money back or we can split the, the delivery of the two books. So I went back to work on the, the novel and I'm, I'm working more on Tender Mercies than I am on anything else, but uh, writing songs for that. But I do work on the novel on days when there's, you know, melodies are sort of dead in the water. And it's a novel called Alamo Joe. And it's, uh, it's about a journalist in the 1880s on the, around the 50th anniversary of the Battle of the Alamo from Texas trying to trying to track down this guy that 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 had been living in New Orleans claiming to be a to be a survivor of the Battle of the Alamo it's called Alamo Joe Hey, listen, thanks so much for your time. Great to catch up with you and as I said, looking forward to seeing you back in Australia. Thanks. See ya. Pack up all your dishes Make note of all the wishes Say goodbye to the landlord for me Some bitches always bored me Throw out some more L.A. papers Motorbox of vanilla wafers Adios to all this concrete Gonna give me some Duro backstreet Steve Earle and his version of Guy Clark's LA Freeway, which appeared on his tribute album to Guy Clark, simply titled Guy. Steve was our special guest on this week's Rhythms podcast. We also heard Terry Allen and New Delhi Freight Train from his 1979 album Lubbock on Everything. Of course, Little Feet did a version of that song on their 1977 album Time Loves a Hero. We heard Justin Towns Earle's song Harlem River Blues from Steve Earle's tribute to his son JT and Jerry Jeff Walker's Getting By from the Jerry Jeff album released by Steve last year. Thanks for joining me this week. I'll be back again soon with another Rhythms podcast. And you can find out all about the magazine and subscribe at rhythms.com.au. And if you do join, you'll not only receive the magazine, but our bi-monthly download card with lots of new music on it. This Rhythms episode is made possible by Bluesfest Melbourne, having its debut in the Victorian capital over the weekend of April 8th and 9th, 2023. Just head to bluesfestmelbourne.com.au.